it's not just always just the physical loss. Sometimes it's just the loss of the presence of a person. Because, you know, for a season um, during the holidays, my son was in the military and we didn't always have every holiday together. It just depended what was happening. He couldn't always come home. And while he did a short time compared to many, he was only in the military for five years. But yeah, those five years um, did change the flow. And then we've had um, other family members that have been in the military and that are my nephews and um, just and just different reasons, just different things that have taken them out. So I just, because every year we do a family photo with my extended families together and just looking at the different years of the family photos of who's there, who's not there, who's missing, how the family has grown. Hey guys, I'm happy to have us together to have this fun conversation today on Christmas. I wanted to share with you guys some stories I thought we could talk about today. And um, when I think about Christmas, um, I always go back to thinking about my kids. You know, as um, Now that my kids are in their adult ages, um, I think back on when they were little and all the things we used to do together. Um, I was one of the moms who would stay up late and do all the fun Santa stuff. And I would um, write the Christmas letter and I would um, we'd do the Christmas cookies. And I even, it was one of my favorite things to do with the kids, but I even made, I would make like fake Santa footprints throughout the house. So I get, I got a pair of my, uh, one of my boots and we would, I would, um, I think it drove my husband crazy because he'd be like, can we go to bed yet? I'd be like, no, the footprints are not complete. And so I'd get like this, like baking soda and I'd dip a boot in and I'd walk around the house, but it had to look like partially melted footprint too. You know, I couldn't just have a full footprint. So they were kind of, wow. and I track them to their bedroom and then I go to different places throughout the house. And, you know, I just, no, I really enjoyed that kind of the mystery and the fun of Christmas and the way, watching the kids wake up the next morning and just their mm-hmm. excitement. And of course, that only lasted for a few years. We didn't do that into their teens because that would have been ridiculous. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just always trying to make the holidays special. Um, Christmas, I, I love the season. Um, I love just the holiday itself, um, the joy that it brings. And of course, you know, what it represents um, mm-hmm. about the birth of our savior, birth of Jesus. Um, those are so many things to celebrate and so much joy that comes up. So when you guys think of holidays, what's kind of the big thing that you, that makes you think about during that time of year? I also think about my kids. Um, and at this point, you know, we have two out of the house and two still in the house. Um, but yeah, thinking about when they were little, um, thinking about how we started a tradition when my oldest was like her very first Christmas um, that we did not intend to start because there was a man in our church who had a Christmas tree farm and he invited us mm-hmm. out. He said, come on out and you can pick any tree you want and I'll just give it to you for Christmas. And uh, and that wasn't something that I grew up doing, you know, my husband didn't grow up doing. Um, but we did that. And then um, after that, we ended up going, you know, moving and we went to another church and there was somebody in that church that had a Christmas tree farm. Oh, and fun. so, you know, once you do it a couple of times, it's like, all right, this is what we do now. And so now, ever since then, so ever since 2001, we've gone out and um, to a tree farm as a family and chosen our tree and you know, Chris cuts some tree, you know, like it's not just go pick it, but like you go and you 
hunt for the tree and then you take the saw and you, you know, um, yeah. so it's a lot of fun. Um, and especially in the last few years, my kids have taken to naming the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and so they come up with some really, um, fun, fun names, um, for the tree. And, you know, and sometimes it's been, especially when they're younger and they're, you know, like competitive, right? Like, I'm going to find the tree this year and I get to pick the tree and I get to name the tree and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so that continues. And um, I was thinking the other day just about that transition as they're getting older that we have, um, you know, we currently have our Christmas tree and then we have two more Christmases before our youngest will graduate high school. Um, So then the thought was crossing my mind, like, what will we do after that? You know, will we buy an artificial one. Will that chapter close? Um, because it's always been so much fun to do that with the kids. Yeah. It is. That is something that happens with the holidays. As I listen to you talk is that transition of the seasons mm-hmm. with our kiddos and just life in general. Yeah. It's just like I was talking about with the Santa footprints. And you now, like I said, my kids are all adults now and they're all, you know, live different places. And so having everybody come home for the holidays is such a different feeling right. when they were, when they were little. So that was kind of at the first couple of years, honestly, it was kind of a hard transition for me. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I, I missed that everybody was at home and right. I, it took me a while to kind of get my footing of mm-hmm. how do I, um, how do I do Christmas and how right. do I, you know, what's cause our celebration looks different than what it did yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, when the kids were all still at home and now we had to transition that and make it look different. And I think we're still adjusting that tradition um, Mm -hmm. because every year I feel like looks different now. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite an adjustment. And I know with you, you know, just you're a couple steps ahead of me. Your kids are, you know, a little bit older than mine. Um, Your youngest is just two years older than my oldest. So um, with that, you know, you're at a place where we've talked about, you know, you guys select, choose names, pull names. And, um, and I'm just like, how do you transition to that? Like, that just seems so, I don't know. That's a lot, a lot of thoughts and foreign. Yeah. 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 Lots of thoughts and feelings come up when I think about that. There's some relief there, but also just, I don't know, some sadness of like, Oh "Oh, yeah. Like, Okay, I when know, do we have to do that? Yeah, because there's something about buying toys, and, or not toys so much when they're adults, but buying gifts for all your kids. Yeah. And I still I still have a hard time with that. My husband will tell you not buying things for everybody. But um, so it's still that transition of this is what's the new normal. Yeah. Of we just, we all put a name in, everybody picks one and we put a dollar limit in. So it's kind of fun to think about that we get to really focus on one person a year for how we're going to spoil them yeah. instead of it being everybody. And it takes a, does take a financial burden off of the family, so to yeah. speak, not buying so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been interesting watching the changes over the seasons and it's been good, but definitely sure. things have changed um, as life has continued forward. But Taylor, you're in the early years of what we're all talking about. So you're the age of our kids. And, <laughs> and, so, and so because of that, you're in that you're on the opposite side of what we're talking about. So yeah. what are some of the things that come up as you're listening to us talk? 
Well, so something I was thinking as you talk is that um, that change in how Christmas is done, I feel like I've never had like a super consistent um, way that my family does Christmas. Um, Just growing up and stuff, we um, lived in different places and then um, my parents are divorced. So I was always going to separate houses Mm -hmm. as a kid. And then and then I didn't live near my family as an adult. I since have moved closer to them now. And so we would, my husband and I would travel for the holidays and um, that is kind of stressful (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. to travel back for the holidays, but it was, um, I really cherish the memories of traveling back because we would, like my husband and I made us closer. And then we also, Mm -hmm. we really valued the time we had with our family because we didn't get it very much when we didn't live near them. And um, I think the season's, changing as I've gotten older has been hard but uh, I think it's also been fun to create new memories with Jake because that was something when we first got married that we talked about was we lived far away so we would always not be at our own house on Christmas day yeah (laughs) and this past Christmas was the first time we got to wake up in our own house so that was really fun. And then um, his mom and aunt actually came to our house on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. which was also really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're still have you're even having the seasons of transition, too, mm-hmm. of going from, you know, being at home to then transition yeah. to married life and all the different things that's happened over the last couple of years and seeing how that shifts. And now they want to have people at your own place for Christmas. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really fun. And last year, his Jake, Jake has siblings, I don't. <laughs> and um, his siblings, they all didn't live like super close. So we were the only ones that had a place for everybody to really go. So that was fun because we went, um, we went out to it's, um, what's it called? It's a conservatory in Cincinnati. Um, oh, we went out, yeah, mm-hmm. and we went out there. Um, and then we were like, just come back to our house so we can spend more time together. And that was fun to be able to do. That's awesome. Now, as you were talking about siblings and stuff like that, there, that is the difference between my family and my husband's family, Brian, his family, when we get together, there's an extended family of three. And then when my side gets together, there's an extended family of 30. So Mm. it's a huge difference between the two families. Um, and then I'm the host at usually at Christmas time for all the family get togethers for both sides of the family. And so um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, a lot of things happening. A lot of the, and I, and I enjoy being the host. I enjoy having people over, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people coming and going and, but yeah. it is kind of, it is kind of interesting to look at the two family sides and just see how they, um, how they're just so different and how they interact differently and just, the, the sheer numbers of people. Definitely. So it's, yeah. yeah. We have that too. But then I was also, you know, listening and thinking about how COVID changed things, you know, how yeah. solid so many, we had lots of just solid traditions. Um, mm-hmm. And then when COVID happened, boy, you know, it changed mm-hmm. so much. Um, we had to kind of recalibrate our traditions. And I feel like we're still doing that a little bit. Yeah, I think it did for a lot of people. I think a lot of people, especially that year 2020, a lot of people stayed home. They stayed disconnected. 
they didn't get together at the holidays. Um, and it was, it was a rough year for many people. Yeah. Um, I think because of, um, 2020 was so hard for many and maybe some people had some people they lost during that season right. of 2020, maybe the holidays hold a little bit of a, more of a negative or a difficult mm-hmm. time for them. And so we do want, I, I think that's something that we did want to acknowledge today when we were talking is just that idea of that Christmas, you know, while we're talking about fun and good memories, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't always bring up the best memories for everybody because sometimes it is, it is a challenge. Um, it does invoke uh, some hard things for many people. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we can have, um, just because it's hard doesn't mean there's not good there too. So we can have the hard and the good together and it can feel confusing sometimes. Like I'm, I'm enjoying the day, but I'm also sad. Right. And, um, but it's good for us to acknowledge that space. Yeah. I had an experience with that this weekend um, because, well, I love Christmas. So I'm a Christmas baby for one. So my birthday is four days before Christmas. Um, And, you know, anybody who's born in December, especially close to Christmas, I'm sure there are lots of things we could relate with, you know, that maybe aren't always good, but I've always just loved it. And so I always tell people, you know, I celebrate all month, you know, because Jesus and I, we have, we share birthday month. So (laughs) we're just going to celebrate together. So I love Christmas. And so we were listening to Christmas music um, just as we were doing things around the house and a song came on, um, that my grandparents used to sing together and my papa passed. This will be our second Christmas without him. Um, and the song it's, uh, you guys probably don't even know it. It's like bluegrass, um, beautiful star of Bethlehem. And, uh, I was in the other room and I, I came in the room with my husband. I'm like, you have to turn that off right now. You have to change the song. He's mm-hmm. like, I thought you liked the song. And I was like, I do like this song, but I can't, I can't because it was just, it just hit me. It hit me so hard. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but like you said, you know, just the, just how it is, you know, I mean, life's kind of like this anyway, but those moments where it's like, you're having a good time and you, you know, it's something I love. I love the holidays, but then every now and then something happens that reminds us that it's not how it used to be or somebody's missing or, you know, a tradition is different or, you know, just, just something, that little um, ping, I guess, yeah. of loss. Um, so, yeah, so we ride the waves and on one hand mm-hmm. it made me, you know, just think positive thoughts. But on the other hand, it was like, oh no, I don't really want to cry right now. I just want to be, mm-hmm. be in a happy place. Yeah, so we're moment. just going to change the song. <laughs> I was thinking as you were talking about that, Renee, how, it's not just always just the physical loss. Sometimes it's just the loss of the presence of a person. Right. Cause you know, for a season um, during the holidays, my son was in the military. Right. And we didn't always have every holiday together. It just depended what was happening. He couldn't always come home. Mm-hmm. And while he did a short time compared to many, he yeah. was only in the military for five years. But yeah, those five years um, did change the flow. And then we've had, um, other family members that have been in the military and that are my nephews and um, just, and just different reasons, just different things that have taken them out. So I just, because every year we do a family photo with my extended families together. 
mm-hmm. and just looking at the different years of the family photos of who's there, who's not there, who's missing, how the family has grown, right. um, seeing the kids grow up and, um, you know, cause we have, we, it feels like we have for babies up through adults always in our mm-hmm. family, just because there's such a widespread. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just the ebb and the flow of the season. It is. It is. And I think trying to, um, I think part of it is not holding so tightly to our expectations. You know, traditions are so special and important, but it's also important just to be in the moment and appreciate the moment for what it is. And I was thinking about that, Taylor, as you were talking about, you know, it sounded like almost every Christmas looked a little different for you. And there's some adventure in that. I'm sure there's some some joy and sadness as well um, in that. But at the same time, just, I think you had opportunity to notice different things to appreciate each year. Yeah. I think um, I, I'm trying to think of how to say this. (laughs) Um, I think that with things changing pretty consistently Mm -hmm. um, for the holidays and other things in my life, I feel like it, um, it made me more, it made me, uh, have an easier time adapting yeah. whenever we were traveling for the holidays or when things didn't go as planned and things yeah. changed and all that stuff. It, I had a much easier time and, um, Jake had experienced a lot more tradition than I did, but mm. he also grew up where he was, he was going back and forth because his parents are also divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that made us both have just an easier time of like adapting to the change of travel and then also an understanding of mm-hmm. we have a lot of holidays to go to if we want to see yeah. everybody mm-hmm. and just making being able to make decisions um, for ourselves of where we wanted yeah. to go. But we also like we wanted to respect our family members and um, we wanted to like, we want to see everyone. Sure. So we did the best we could. And mm-hmm. that was, that's something we both really value is like our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You just took me back though to, you know, those early stages of marriage, you know, and it's like, no, you do Christmas this way. No, you do Christmas this way. You know, like yeah. you're not doing it right. You know, um, and how you guys, I'm sure went through that, but found your way because you had things in common too. You know, both of you having divorced parents that you could relate to and kind of find your own your own way. Oh, I'm sorry, Renee. No, sorry. Let's say as both of you were talking a minute ago, I was kind of thinking about um, how sometimes, especially during the holidays, I think we can almost paint a picture of what we want the holidays to look like. So we have like kind of this idyllic picture. Mm-hmm. This is what Christmas should look like. This is what it should be. Mm-hmm. And um, we get frustrated because we don't get the hallmark picture or the, mm-hmm. for those of, those of us who are older, the Norman Walkwell picture. Um, we don't get, I know, right? Who's that? I know. <laughs> You're not old enough, right, Renee? <laughs> we'll send you pictures later, Taylor. <laughs> um but, you know, regardless of whichever one, we don't have that picture perfect, right, moment. 
and we're looking for that. I think often at the yeah. holidays, we want everything to look or Instagram perfect. You know, today's yes. we want it Instagrammable, right? We want to be able to have yes. that picture of what looks perfection. But life isn't perfection. It's just mm-hmm. as Renee, as you said a minute ago, it's living in the moment. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just have to accept what is. And say, you know what? I'm going to find the joy in what is today and in this season this year. It might look different from last year. It might look look different from next year, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Yeah, and it's just enjoy enjoy it and ride the waves, as you put it. Mm-hmm. I like Taylor how you said you know like our family is really important. So you know what your priority was was family. How do we get in as many family members? How do we see and spend time with as many family members as possible? That was your. I mean, that's what I heard anyway. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not quite the way you meant it, but you know that that was at the top of the list, the most, one of the most important yeah. things, no matter if you were traveling or staying at home or, you know, what gifts there were, or were you know, like the people that was the most important thing. Yes. I, we're now in a season where um, our parents are aging and they're not always able to be at events. Mm. And that's um, a new challenge that we're trying to figure out how to navigate through as a family, as with some of my siblings and, um, and so how do we continue to engage with our family that can't travel for various mm-hmm. reasons anymore or have physical limitations because we still want to include them. And so that's um, just a new season that we're entering. It's, um, and I think, uh, a, again, it kind of goes back to how do we um, embrace the change Mm-hmm. as well as stay, you know, and find the joy in the season. Sometimes that can be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So many things come to my mind too, as we talk, you know, I'm just kind of reflecting on just these like snapshot moments that did feel pretty perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember how special it always was, you know, I have four kids. So um And every time, yeah, with every pregnancy, I was pregnant at Christmas in a different stage of pregnancy. But being pregnant at Christmas was just such a special thing for me. Just it just put me in a different frame of mind relating to Mary, um, her experience being pregnant with with the Christ child. And my kids are nowhere near (laughs) the Christ child by any means. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but just that experience of, of being with child. Um, and then another one that comes to mind is we went to a, an 11 o'clock Christmas Eve service. Do you guys do that? Like, or have you ever done that? Gone to a late, like a, like, like a late service. Time? Yeah. It's, it's never been late. It's we've, I've done candlelight services, but it's never been like midnight or 11 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We like candlelight service. Not yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, so we've done lots of candlelight services because, of course, it gets dark so late that that's not hard to do, you know, Christmas Eve. But there was really something special one year. We went to an old downtown church, um, and it was just my husband and me. We had, a you know, somebody, family staying with the kids, and it was 11 p.m., and it was a very traditional service Um the, the Old Testament prophecies, you know, of, of the Christ child coming and then the, the Christmas story itself and the hymns and Silent Night and the, you know, passing the flame as we all sing Silent Night a cappella. 
And then when it was done, it was midnight. And as we walked out of the church, it started to snow. And I was just like, I I just was just so emotional in that moment of just the magic and the majesty of the moment. Um, And that's one of those moments I'm like, probably never have one like that again. But I'm so thankful that I had that. It was such a beautiful time. That's pretty special. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, it's, I don't really have anything that happened during this time, but I, I just remember the first Christmas after I became a believer myself, oh, I was, wow. I had, um, I, that, like my birthday's in November. And so I had just turned 16. I became a believer earlier that year. Mm-hmm. And I remember like just being in awe at the reason that like for Christmas that Jesus was born and like fully understanding, like, no, he came like as a baby and it just, it didn't click until I became a believer. And that Christmas, I just remember it being so special because Mm -hmm. I completely understood um, why he was born that way and why he had to be in a manger and why he you know, I, I just, right. I understood the entire Christmas story in a completely new light. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like your eyes were opened and you just saw the the holiday for exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes a big difference, exactly. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking when he was talking about the um, candlelights or the, the midnight service. Is as a kid, um, I was, we never, I never experienced a candlelight service. And so I didn't have, I didn't do that till my kids were old, if older, you know, like 10, 11. And was the first time I think we experienced him and me. And I just thought it was the neatest thing. Yeah. I just, I was sat in awe. I just loved it. It was just like this, I don't know. Um, I, it was really special. I do think that it's something that mostly smaller churches do um, is as we've, and we now go to a larger church and um, what I've, what I experienced at the larger the church, the less they are to put things on fire, you know, to have flames going around, which makes sense, you know, it does. <laughs> but I do, I do miss it. Right. Because there is that, um, I think they did battery candles, which is not yeah. the same. Right. Um, yeah. I've but, done that before too at larger churches. Know, yeah. Um, it's not the same, but it's still, it's still special because we're all sitting there in one spirit and one, um, heart praising the Lord and thanking him for all that he's done and in all of what's coming. Mm-hmm. The peace, that's what strikes me in that moment as you're talking and I'm kind of going back in that space in my heart, my mind and thinking like the stillness, that silent night, acapella, the handheld candles, and just the unity and the peace and just being mindful of Prince of Peace, right? Peace that passes understanding, like just that moment. I'm like, I don't know if I don't have anything else this Christmas, I don't think I can do without that. I got to have that. I, I remember one of the things that always sticks out in my mind for candlelight services is how I, I w- I'm, a, I'm a watcher of people. And so I always look around the room. And I just would see almost there'd be all these babies and little kids mm-hmm. and they would be obviously drawn to the candle, but there'd be this calm even with yes. them. There'd just be this um, 
just this silent reverence, even with the kids. And they were just all um, kind of in awe of what was happening. Mm -hmm. And it was just really precious to watch their faces and to watch Mm -hmm. their expressions, watch the moms with little kids and just all the things um, about the holidays. I I don't know, just that candlelight service was just really a special time. It is. So as we're kind of wrapping up our time together today and thinking about no the holidays. No pun intended. Yeah, I know, right? No <laughs> pun in, literally no pun intended. Um, Put a is bell there on like, it, It's okay. We'll keep on going. Um, is there like, a, I don't know, a thought, a story, um, a wish, a hope, anything that you want to end with today that you want to share with maybe our listeners is there? Hopefully sitting at home, listening to our podcast over the Christmas season. Um, is there something, some kind of word you want to leave with our listeners? Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a word, but it's okay. Um, but I was thinking about it and I wasn't sure where to fit this in to the candlelight service. Cause the things you guys were saying were beautiful and peaceful and this is not. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but That's okay. It's, it's about a candlelight service when I was little. Okay. And- <laughs> I'm scared, Taylor. I remember it's the church that my family still goes to and um it's like my home church is what I would call it and I and we everybody got in a circle around the church and Mm. I will never forget this so because I was always worried about my hair catching fire because I had long hair no someone's hair did catch fire oh no (laughs) yeah she was okay they put it out she was fine But her hair, I just remember everybody was standing in the room and we were all just waiting to walk outside with our candles. And all of a sudden you just looked over and you hear like, I don't think anybody like yelled or anything. It was just kind of like, oh, her hair's fine. Oh my gosh. And they oh. they took care of it quickly because I don't really remember anything else after that. There was no ambulance that came afterwards, you're saying? No, it was, she That's was okay. Good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is quite the memory though. Quite yeah. a story to remember. <laughs> yeah. So the moral of that story is be careful with fire even at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Pull your <laughs> hair back if you're doing a candlelight. Yes. There's another thing that you want for ponytails. <laughs> that's good. You get long hair. <laughs> Maybe you should yeah. give up can- ponytail holders with the candles. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Goodness, that's, that's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I think, think that people Go listening, ahead. I mean, that they would have joy and hope and peace, mm-hmm. um, but also in the hard moments and the scary moments, like your hair catched on fire <laughs> um, or missing somebody, you know, just that they would take take a pause and just, you know, remember, you know, life life isn't perfect, but it's such mm-hmm. a gift life itself as a gift uh, and give themselves the opportunity to be in that moment too. But then um, just have that spirit of joy and peace and hope. Okay. I'm kind of thinking about um, a word that keeps resonating with you today is just um, being okay with just slowing down a little bit mm-hmm. um, and that being still that we're told to do often that we don't do well as a culture 
Um, our holidays, especially the Christmas season, tends to be a season of busyness and a season of how much more can I cram in? How many more things can I do? How many more activities can I do to make memories? But maybe um, the thing I would encourage you with is to find some time just to be still, even if it's for a few hours, um, just to be still. Just maybe read or meditate on um, some scripture just to be in his presence because we get so busy and that busyness can affect us in a negative way if we're not if we're not cautious to um, manage and to maintain what we the gift that we have been given which is life yeah we can just spend it really fast Mm -hmm. but we also have to manage it so that would be my word of encouragement hopefully to everybody is just to um, just to be still yeah so did you want to do you have any do you want to circle we'll circle back to you taylor i don't want to put you on the spot but did you have anything you want to end on and as far as a, a point of encouragement for everybody listening um i guess i just really hope that people listening if because I know this was really special for me. That's why I talked about it. But um, if they don't understand like why Christmas is Christmas, why we celebrate Christmas, that they mm-hmm. would go and seek that out, that they would go to a church, they would ask their friends, that they would talk about it. Because um, I want everybody to understand that mm-hmm. Jesus was born for a reason. He, he came and walked this earth um, for us. and I just, I want people listening to know that. Yeah. Amen. That's really good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation and just talk about Christmas as something. I think it's, it's good for us to take a pause and good for us to reflect on all that God has done and all that he is. And just for us to um, celebrate Christmas for what Christmas is, like Taylor was saying, because we can get so wrapped up and again, no pun intended in the presence, um, and uh, get so focused on the activities and things that we forget that it's not about all of that. That's right. It's about Jesus. That's right. And about what he did for us and who he is. So thank you ladies for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.